0: Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we figure out how to build and run a SaaS. I'm Benedict.
1: And I'm Brian. Each week we'll give you an honest peek into our lives as we work on our products and keep the lights on by basically making it up as we go. (laughs) Today is May
0: 12th (laughs) and I am feeling sleepy. This is episode number 41 and I'm on a lot of calls today yeah this episode
1: is brought to you by social cuts creating content is a big investment unfortunately the lifespan of this content is short In fact, it's as short as 18 minutes on Twitter and five hours on Facebook. Social Cuts will take your existing videos, podcasts, blog posts, tweets, webinars, and much more and repurpose them into social media dynamite. Check out socialcuts.co slash slowandsteady for further details and a 20% discount off your first three
0: months. Nice. That's... That actually sounds interesting. <laughs> I should Sign. look into this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that sounds pretty compelling.
0: Yeah, because like I mean, a lot of times we publish blog posts and stuff, and then we promote them once, mm-hmm. and then let them sit sit there and never like never go back to them and promote them again and stuff like that. So. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, totally. I wanna I'll check that out. Sounds pretty interesting. What uh? All right. What do you what do you got going on? What do you got going on this weekend or this week? Got a lot of calls.
0: Uh yeah, today for some reason a lot of calls, but then again, it's better to have them on one day instead of having things scattered around the week. So, today mm-hmm. is mostly calls. I don't expect any meaningful product work to to get done today. Um but yeah, that's that's what today looks like. Um yesterday I was uh in my proper office for the first time in eight weeks or so. I don't even remember yeah. the last time I was there. Yeah. Um, but I thought, I figured I should probably check the mailbox, <laughs> see if there's anything important <laughs> in there, but there wasn't. So I spent a day in the office and then, um, yeah, back in the home office today. Nice. How, how was it? Um, it was interesting in terms of like, today's was really, really shitty weather. Like, the last couple of weeks, it was nice and somewhat warm and sunshining. And mm-hmm. th- uh, and yesterday, it was freezing cold, raining all yeah. the time, and super windy. It was so windy that um, actually a tree was knocked over in the front of oh. the street, like uh, next to my office, and the fire department That's had to come and cut way. it down. And- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so <laughs> it was quite a happening um, yesterday in the <laughs> office. Um and for some reason today, the weather's nice again. So I stayed, stayed at home and uh, enjoyed the weather at home.
1: <laughs> Do you, I mean, it's not, now that it's been, you know, two months, basically, um, is there any consideration for you at all to make the home office a little bit more semi-permanent? Or are you just itching to get back to the office and you'll always be an office uh, person?
0: I kind of like my office <laughs> yeah. because it's, uh, it's yeah. a little bit bigger um, the equipment there is a little bit better um i'm thinking about getting another set of a, like another microphone like this and another boom and maybe mm-hmm. a second keyboard and a second mouse so i don't have to carry those back and forth between the two locations mm-hmm. um but i just like the like being separated from everything else, like the temptation, it's gotten better with uh, having a dedicated uh, room at home. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a lot of, um, there's, there's always a temptation, hey, I could probably so. do this or yeah. maybe should I should clean the kitchen or stuff like that. And uh, that's not the case in, in, the, in the proper office where there's basically nothing else to do but work. <laughs> um <laughs> True. And also like I mean didn't meet my pal over there yesterday uh, because he's also working from home but um, it's a shared office with with a friend so mm-hmm. that's also nice also to a good thing. Be around be around people for a change <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so yeah I'm kind of looking forward to being able to go there again but um, I mean they they uh, lifted some restrictions last week but uh, Yesterday's news is the uh, infection rate is above one again. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, um, Bring it yeah. Again. we will. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I mean, there's no official word yet, but uh, maybe we we'll have to do this for a little bit longer.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Well, yeah, I I've uh, it's it's worked out a lot better for me working from home since the I ironically. And I even hesitate to say this out loud because I know that this is not the experience for most people. <laughs> but since my kids have been home, and that we're mm-hmm. like in the middle of the and, and during the day, we're all kind of in the same boat in terms of all right, everybody find a place that you can work and focus, and we all like it was shared agreement here. If people's if somebody has headphones on, then you don't bother them. Um, it is mm-hmm. it, very ironically. It has been a more work-friendly environment because mm-hmm. everybody has a call. Everybody has their headphones on. Everybody's trying to look for a way to, to focus and, you know, we'll take 20-minute breaks, you know, here and there to, to do whatever. Um, and... Again, just to really heavily emphasize this, like my wife, um, my wife does not work outside of the home. And so that is a huge, huge factor in how much effort and how much she keeps things going. Um, and so I, yeah, I've, I've been, I've been surprised at how much I'm not missing my coworking space, Mm -hmm. Uh, for, for the reasons that you were saying before, yeah, when you just go in and just get into that rhythm and get into that flow, and that is the space where you work, it just you know it triggers your it triggers your mind, triggers your body to okay, we're at work now, um, yeah. And so I've yeah, this is this is this has been working so far. Um, I think it'll be interesting when you know as things shift. The kids are going to be out of school in just a couple of weeks. Ah, uh, maybe one week hmm. actually, I think I think crazily enough, I think next week is their last week of school, yeah. Um, so it could <laughs> probably shift uh, a bit, but that's the, <laughs> yeah for for now, for now, that's the that's the situation. We're making it, we're making it work.
0: yeah, nice.
1: What's going on with you? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I've you know could just completely moved on from, <laughs> from thinking that, uh, <laughs> that Mozilla is going to, it's going to come through. Um, and so I, you know, I mentioned on, I mentioned last week, I was like, ah, I just need to, I just need to build something small and silly, mm-hmm. um, just to feel like I'm making something. And so I was just kind of tinkering around on, uh, on like a, basically a, a bullet journal, like an online bullet journal and just I, I was do, using Tailwind. I've been wanting to start a uh, tailwind start a project from scratch using Tailwind. Um, and I was just really liking where it was going. It was fun to work on um, all these things. and uh, kind of around the same time of working on that, I was listening to the latest episode or the previous episode of, of build your SAS where John and Justin were talking about, you know, copy copiers and copycatting and all of that. And there was some point in that conversation where I, I realized these two things are going to connect in just a second. Trust me. But um, where, where I realized that I've been just so stuck in analysis paralysis on headlamp and feeling like I can't really build and release something until it's, super unique and completely differentiated because I don't want people to think that I'm just copying office vibe. Um, And uh, there was, there was something in their conversation that made me realize like it, I'm not, I'm not going to get to the differentiator until I at least have something to push back on and like have something that, that I can hold on to um, get some paint on the canvas basically to see which colors are working and where the, you know, uh, where the balance is off. And so, um, I was just kind of, kind of, you know, noodling that over in my head and then was, you know, taking an hour or two to hop back in on this bullet journal project and was like, this is, this is so much fun. I, I mean, I should just be working on headlamp. Um, and so kind of just paused on, paused on that thing. It was like, it was as if that got me unlocked. And so the past, yeah, the past, I don't know, several days, um, just started the foundation for headlamp from scratch and have, uh, been really diving in on, on that and, um, feeling completely freed from, I don't know, a, a fair amount of self-imposed pressure, but also some pressure from like influential folks in our, you know, in our spaces um, around like, I don't know, or, or like how, how unique and how special does it have to be at, at version one? So that's, that's what I've been up to. It's been, it's actually felt really um, yeah, it's, it's felt pretty inspiring and, just like kind of a flurry of development activity anyway mm-hmm. that's so what been, that's what i've been up to.
0: yeah so that's so true like uh at some point you realize that making progress is better than finding the perfect solution yep. like moving forward is way more effective yep. and better than like over over-analys- uh, analysis analyzing everything mm-hmm. and find like and maybe even trying to Perfectly validate every single thing yes. you do or you yeah. want to do before actually doing something. Yes, I mean I, I get the idea and it, it it makes sense, but um, at some point you just have to move forward or at least in some direction or maybe discard the idea entirely. <laughs> but like just sitting there and trying to <laughs> trying to prove something or, or find the perfect solution just doesn't cut it. At some point you just yeah. have to. Keep the momentum up and and move forward.
1: Totally. Yeah. I, I, that's like a principle that I even know about myself that I've kind of, uh, I think I've neglected in this, in this particular project is, is, um, inertia for me is huge. Like if I'm, if I'm still, then I will stay still for a very long time. But once I get moving and just build up momentum, even if it's, uh, yeah. Even if it's, if it ends up being semi like worthless, just the momentum just gets me into a, a feeling yeah. of like being unstoppable. And so I, th- yeah, I think I've just been like, I think I've just been overthinking so much of this and not wa- and not wanting to build the wrong thing, wanting to do it just right, you know, mm. um, because, you know, I've been at this for a little while. And so I should know what to do by now. That's all BS. Like everybody's just making it up as you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh yeah like even well it, yeah so that's I don't yeah think I'm go too much of a rant there but
0: um <laughs> yeah I, i've been in exactly that trap um was it two years ago three years ago by now like after i, I kind of decided stage cms wasn't going anywhere mm-hmm. and i wasn't sure what to do next I was really hesitant like i didn't want to f- Like to spend a lot of time on the wrong thing and ended up in the exact same position where you're just sitting there thinking about it, what should I do next and is this a good idea or maybe not and what can I do to figure out if it isn't and at some point you realize you're wasting a lot of time but not making any progress, so yes, totally. you could as well waste a lot of time on the wrong thing, yeah, and it right. would still be better because you'd be doing something. <laughs> yeah, you'd be doing
1: something, and you would probably learn some some new development trick along the way, or like I would at least be getting yeah. better
0: at you know at something by building. You, you'd at least hone some skills. Or, yeah, I mean, even if you go into in the wrong direction with the initial version of of Headlamp, then at least there's motion and maybe you mm-hmm. get feedback at some point and right. you can steer into the right direction. maybe you discover the unique, uh, the unique selling point of this along the way from like customer feedback or something right. like that. So, but you have to be, you have to be moving to be able to do this. Yes, so.
1: totally. Yeah. I remember this, I heard this interview, like, I mean, it's like, Twelve years ago or something, so I can't remember the guy's name. But it was the it was the poet laureate of of the United States at the time, and um and he was talking about how he was like people think of poetry as kind of the ultimate in um you know the the inspirational muse shows up and you just you're just like overcome and you just write the perfect poem. He's like that's just not how it mm. works. Um yeah, like every single morning. At 6 a.m., I go and sit in this red chair next to a lamp, and it doesn't matter if I feel it or not. I go sit there and I write something, and every now mm. and then, something amazing happens. Um, he's like, "But you have yeah. to be. You have to be in the chair at 6 a.m. Um, yeah, and like as I am feeling and feeling that again, like um, I just gotta, I just gotta try to build something and get it out there and be comfortable with criticism and, and it, and it being imperfect yeah. and it not working, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, good, heaven knows like we're on episode 41 now of, of me not having something successful. I should not be worried <laughs> about launching something that doesn't work. How is that different from literally everything that has come before? So, uh, gosh, anyway, that's, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Yeah. That's what I've been up to.
0: Yeah, nice. I also I also admire people who are able to just like constantly ship stuff, like little yeah. small side project. Like for example, um, Josh Pickford of Bear Metrics comes yeah. to mind. Like feels like he's always working constantly. on something new, like yeah. constantly. And I think somewhere on the net he has this list of yep. projects he started and that failed and or were successful and it's just a super long list of stuff mm-hmm. you just started and tried and mm-hmm. some of them worked out and some of them didn't and mm-hmm. i i feel like i'm lacking i'm lacking that skill of being able to just start a lot of stuff try doing it for a while and then shut it down mm-hmm. if it doesn't work out or yeah, yeah hone in on those that that work out um and uh, yeah i admire people people like like him who are able to do that
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Uh, so, uh, product-wise, uh, over at Userlist, any any updates? What have you been up to there?
0: Um, yeah, we shipped uh, or um, almost shipped the new condition trigger type. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's up there. It's deployed. It's behind a feature flag. And I have to be honest, I'm a little bit scared to <laughs> to release it to everyone because I during testing I realized it's an easy an easy way to shoot yourself in the foot. <laughs> because, um, as the cu- as the customer, you mean? Yeah, as the customer. Um, yeah, okay, like, yeah. um, to, all the triggers we have right now are event-based, so something has to happen before that trigger actually does something. Mm-hmm. Where with this new trigger type, like just the state of things is able to execute something. And that means okay. if you set up a new trigger that, starts the campaign for all users and match a certain condition, it will do that right the moment you click save. Um, and if you mess up the condition for some reason, Mm-mm. yeah, that's it. Yes, it's too late. The campaign just started for everyone that matched the condition. Yeah. And that makes me a little bit <laughs> yeah, hesitant to to actually roll this out. <laughs> right. Did, is, I'm not sure.
1: Okay. Is there are you are you able to, I mean, as the customer, when I create this new condition or create this new campaign that could be triggered by conditions to to, to bef- like when I click save to say, this is about to run for 9,400 mm. of your 9,600 users, or is that kind of, is that like a, a queued job that you do later? Are you able to provide them with yeah. feedback then?
0: It's a cute job, but I should be able to do something like that, at least like get a sample. This would run Mm -hmm. for these 10 users and maybe a couple more or something like that. And I have a feeling that we should build something like that into, into all of this. And also maybe even have a way to, like campaigns right now have state, so they can either be paused or active. And editing triggers on a post campaign is no problem. That, I mean, that nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you once you start editing uh, triggers on active campaigns that are currently running, then you instantly change everything and they instantly run and should probably add a new warning in there. <laughs> and I like the idea of, um, of just being very explicit about it. Like, the moment you click OK... This will happen. Like we'll start yeah. a campaign for this list of users. That's a really good idea. I think we should build something like that. But that wasn't in the initial concept. Like the initial idea was just add it and, and make we, it behave yeah. like everything else. Um, but uh yeah, I think before we release it to everyone, we should probably do another round of yeah. UI improvements there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I mean, yeah.
0: Especially if I mean if what you learned.
1: As you were building it, was you? I mean, accidentally triggered. So, oh, I didn't. I didn't expect that it would, it would behave in that way. I mean, that changes your yeah yeah.
0: Change the requirements. So definitely, um, but um, yeah, that that part of the like all the trigger code. I yeah, the UI code for that is just horrible, and um, I a part of <laughs> me wants to rip it all out and and redo it because it's such a mess. Um, even while building this one, I broke it again and there's so many weird edge cases in there. So, yeah, I, I don't know. The, the feature is somewhat done, but I think we're, yeah, there have there have to be some UI changes before we, before we ship it.
1: What, what part of it is, feels like it's a, a mess to work with?
0: Um, it might be. It's probably just related to the way I built it. But um, the thing is that um, I'm basically working with objects there, and the objects change type when you change the trigger type, okay. and based on that, I do a lot of like crazy stuff to to change the the actual object type in in the code, and it just like. Yeah, it has some weird side effects. It's even hard to explain. It's just a mess. <laughs>
1: what are you? Are you using stimulus or anything for your for the front end on your
0: Rails app? Um, our front end is entirely written in Ember JS. Oh, that's so it's right. A single yeah. page remember, app. Yeah, I remember you saying that.
1: No. And, um, yeah,
0: and yeah. I don't know. I am a huge fan of the framework itself. Mm-hmm. And I think it's mostly the right choice. But then again, parts, some parts, I uh, sometimes start to wonder if it, maybe I went a bit overkill with all of it. Um, but other parts um, I really like. So it's hard to tell. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Cool. Yeah. What is, uh, what's the,
1: st- state of in-app messaging? How are you feeling about that launch and Um, all of that?
0: Yeah, the launch is still set for next week. We'll probably send out an email to the mailing list this week, basically prepping everyone for the launch. Mm -hmm. And then we'll launch it on product hunt next Tuesday. So I'm really excited for that. There's still a couple more to do in terms of like smallish features I have to add. Uh Um, And I really... (laughs) with that part as well, I really have to restrain myself from just throwing all away and writing it from <laughs> scratch again. <laughs> now,
1: that, now that you know how you would do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, now that, I, now that I know maybe not how it, I do it, but like all the problems that the current version has. And I kind of want to, I want to build a new version that doesn't have all those problems. Yeah. It probably has a lot of new ones then. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, different ones. Um, But um, yeah, I mean, it's a week before the public launch. Probably not a wise idea to throw everything away. Just just go for it, man. And yeah, I I think we just launch it and then um, yeah, I rework it one other day. Yeah, (laughs) Um, it's been it's still super early,
1: but any initial sense of what the nine dollar starter plan. Has has done seeing seeing more take up on that or still too soon?
0: Mm, I think we get a little bit more trials. Um, so that part is good. I think they are about to convert. Like the first trials are about to end this end okay. of this week. So yeah. we we'll, we'll see. Um, what also happened? and I'm not entirely sure if that's related to the nine dollar plan or to the tiny seed announcement or. Just, I don't know, general, the way things are right now. I don't know. We get a lot of trials of people who sign up and cancel right away. Huh. And I am re- literally mean right away because sometimes in Slack, we get notifications for all new customers and we get notifications for cancellations. And more often than not in the last week, we got cancellation notifications be- before we get the new customer notifications. <laughs> <laughs> so people must go in there like enter all their details, payment details and then yeah. the first thing they are doing is look for the cancellation button and yeah. click that. And um I'm not sure what that means like well do you, so I mean because do you require yeah. you require
1: billing information during the sign up yeah. process?
0: Yeah, we yeah. require a credit card up front because it makes like, the entire process of then migrating into the paid account a lot easier because yeah. otherwise yep. we'd have to ask them for their credit card then. And if they already have campaigns, do we stop them? It's like hmm. There are a lot of open questions that we didn't find good answers to. So it's still a credit card up front. And sure, I mean, yes, yeah, so if you just want to go in there to see the inside and never plan to use it, sure, you go in, cancel, and then... Look around, but um, we had one customer. I think it was last week, who um, did the same thing. Like uh, signed up, cancelled right away, then started using it. Apparently, started to like it. Started sending all his user data in there. Set up campaigns, and then one day we get an email: "Hey, my account is gone. What happened?" (laughs) And And you clicked. Like yeah, within one minute. You <laughs> signed up and canceled right away, and we canceled your account as requested. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, it must be. Yeah, I'm not sure what to make of it. It's
1: gotta be just people kicking the tires and not trusting themselves to remember to yeah. cancel the account. At, but you know, at, on the 13th day of the trial, they just go ahead and cancel it right away. Yeah.
0: And keep looking. At I mean, it kind of it kind of makes sense in that regard, but. That didn't happen before. Like that only mm-hmm. started now. Mm-hmm. And like I I can't see that the uh, nine like there's what's the logical explanation there? Does the nine dollar plan change anything? Like you're not like you were not planning to pay anything in the first place. So does the nine dollar mm-hmm. versus um forty-nine dollar make a difference there? Why would it start now? Or is it just like because they're checking out Companies that are in the new tiny seat okay. bags feels a little uh, bit more like it's got to coincide
1: with the tiny seat announcement. Yeah, the same way that you know you launch on Product Hunt, like five percent percent of those people are, you know, actual customers. The majority of them are tire kickers. Yeah, you get a lot of. Yeah, you're you probably right. It's maybe maybe
0: more related to that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. Anyways, anyway. interesting. Anyway. to watch Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe you can, and then fingers crossed yeah. that people will uh, will actually convert this week, and then upgrade eventually.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can send a an, send an email to people who cancel their account within one hour of sign up. Just like, who are you, and like no hard feelings, but why did you do that? <laughs> 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 We're just trying to figure out where you came from. And what you're th- yeah.
0: yeah what made you sign up in the first place <laughs>
1: and yeah all right um let's
0: see anything i don't i
1: don't think i've got anything i think i've got anything
0: else no me neither mm-hmm. i think that's that's about it for this oh. week
1: yeah well other than just to say I it seems like boulder colorado and darmstadt were had had completely synchronous uh, weather activity because we have had beautiful weather for weeks and then the past day like the past few days have been miserable like cold (laughs) and rainy out of nowhere and so I think we've got another one of those uh, (laughs) lined up (laughs) itching to uh, yeah already feeling feeling the need to get outside but anyway yeah yeah see see what the day holds but anyway man um yeah that's all that's all I've got good catching up as always yep it was
0: talk to you next week cool
1: later man